Welcome to The Elish Folk, a podcast that answers questions about the English language. I'm Amanda, and with me is Dave, a man who once had his bar of breath vupeculated on a sunny day in Wales. Hello, Dave. What on earth is that? <laughs> vupeculated. Vupeculated. Yeah, it means robbed by a fox. Robbed? Yes. By a fox. Your bar of breath that you were eating one day in Wales was robbed by a fox. And what's a bar of breath? You've never eaten one. No. You're lying to me. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You went to university in Wales. I did. It's the traditional Welsh fruitcake. Oh, I don't think I ever had it. Oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> oh, have I ruined the introduction? Now? You have ruined the introduction. <laughs> no, I think we can continue. The emphasis was on the word vapiculated because it has to do with the theme of our episode. So, what is today's question? Today's question is, why do some animal names not match the name of the meat that we get from those animals? Well, that's a mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's start by saying, uh, can you give me an example? Uh, All right, so when you get... Um, a hamburger the mm. hamburger is made from beef mm-hmm. beef comes from cows and mm. we don't call it cow meat no but we should we probably should I'll have a cow burger so I, maybe it would be good to look at animal names and the animals that we usually eat mm-hmm. and then we can see where these names come from and then we can see why in some That's cases a good idea. we have different meat names so with the cow since you brought that up we can start with that. Yeah, yeah. The cow. <coughs> the word cow comes from uh, Old English, and I think Middle English was the same. Coo. Hmm. So it's the old pronunciation, and it's similar to how it's pronounced in parts of Scotland today. Coo. How do you spell that? Uh, I found it just C U. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Um, hmm. But it meant the female of any large animal but because basically Mm. the largest animal in England is is a cow for most people (laughs) they're not going to meet many animals larger than that a cow was the female bovine yeah yeah that's right because the bull is the male cow yeah and then originally they're just called ox right right, so originally uh, yeah bull could have been the male of any large animal Mm. but again the largest male animal in England was the male bovine uh, but there is yeah the word ox and so ox from old english oxa plural oxan probably comes and i love this fact right probably comes from the root ox or ux meaning to sprinkle oh. or to make wet with sprinkles oh, and so an ox is literally a sprinkler <clears throat> which i thought was a brilliant fact so that yeah that's the origin of cow but then the word Cool. became more more prevalent interesting and kind of took over yeah gee willikers and the meat name of cow so yeah the meat name is beef, beef from the french boeuf yes so in uh when, when the french took over england and all the elevated <clears throat> positions in society were taken by french people or french speakers uh you had the english speakers Tending working in the, the animals, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say it plainly, they were working in the fields. They were, yeah, peasants, the, the yeah. peasants and the farm mm-hmm. workers, the farm hands, the uh, stockmen. Mm-hmm. They raised the cows and they used the English words. Yeah. And then when the meat the was brought names. to the table, yeah. it was delivered in French. And the, the lofty French speakers called the meat yeah. by the French names, boeuf. Mm. 
and they probably also didn't want to use the, you know, the peasant name for this dirty animal that was in the field. They wanted to use the refined, clean name that was, you know, yeah. cut up and decorated so delicately on their fine. Well, that's a really good planes, point. You know? Yeah, it does keep the distinction between mm. the upper and lower class mm. by just through the, the languages. Mm. Of course, uh, someone in an elevated position wouldn't want to use the, the peasant term for something. Yeah. But then we also have the word veal. So if you eat the meat of a young cow, we mm -hmm. call it veal, which comes from the French word for calf, which was veal. Mm. Uh, and calf in English comes from the uh, the old English calf. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bull from the Middle English bull, mm. the old Norse bully. So a bull was an uncastrated male, and it was uh, a male bovine that was being used for the meat breeding ah, okay. <laughs> a, an uncastrated male bovine being used for breeding yes and that was uh, in contra on contrast to the castrated males which were steers or bullocks oh interesting yeah i like that so uh, then bull was extended in meaning to um other large male animals and particularly uh male marine animals as well mammals Ooh, what about pigs pork yeah. we call it Lots of pigs, uh, lots of parts of the pig we eat too. Uh, I haven't finished with cows. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, continue. <laughs> now, <laughs> so with cow, the plural is, is cows and bull, bulls, but we also have the word cattle. Yes. And cattle comes from French from around the 13th century. Uh, the French word cattle or the old French word chattel which means property and mm. cattle and chattel had the same meaning they just meant property so mm. the property that you own right. was your cattle or your chattel but then around the 14th century it started to narrow in meaning to your livestock because that was usually mm. the most valuable thing for most people that they might own and then the most valuable livestock mm. was your cattle your cows yeah so, i think in any community too you know the livestock that they had that's what their money was that's how yeah. they traded with people from other communities with other people in their own community so yeah the cow equaled the money yeah so now we think cows and cattle are the same but yeah the route is quite different interesting i like that are you finished now <laughs> we move on Whew. yeah steak yum steak <laughs> from what's your favorite cut of steak Oh, I'm going to say um, a porterhouse. Interesting. What's yours? Well, tenderloin. Tenderloin is good. I like the Pettit Fillet Mignons. Pettit <laughs> Mignon. I wonder where that comes from. Um, comes from the south. Well, steak comes from Old Norse, meaning steak. Steak. Uh, and I'm not sure of the pronunciation, but the Old Norse word meant a slice of meat for roasting, which makes hmm. sense. It matches how we use it now. Mm -hmm. But it comes from the word stick, meaning roast on a stick. Oh, I like that. So like the, the word kebab. steak, yeah, it comes mm. from the cooking method. That's cool. Rather than the cut. Uh, but now we just use it to describe the meat. All right, so other animals that we Ooh. eat where the meat name doesn't match the animal name. Rashers comes from? Rashers of bacon? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm, the pig. 
The pig. Okay. Love bacon. Well, bacon just comes from bacon, which means back meat. The oh, meat from the back. Is. I like that. Yeah, but bacon can come from the back or the, the sides, right? Yes. But that's the, the origin of bacon. What else do we get from the, the pig? Pig's feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Trotters. <laughs> yes. <I know. laughs> right. A loin. We get a loin. Okay. Which is obvious where that comes from. Where does uh, it come from? The loin. All right. Why don't you just tell me? Okay, ham. Because I was going to say, ham comes from the French jambon, okay. which then comes from the French jambe, which means leg. Well, that's what I found. What did you find? Now, I found ham comes from the old English ham. That's probably where it came from. <laughs> yeah. So I think, but it does sort of make sense that they might come from the same root originally. Maybe they, they both come from the and same And I think place. when we say it comes from French, it came from something earlier than that, but probably the modern terminology that we yeah. use comes from French because, as you said, the Anglo-Saxon was what? The Old English? Oh, so the Old English was ham. So that okay. would have been before words came in from okay. French. In, well, that's uh, a bad a example. Scale. <laughs> yeah. But but the origin of mm. ham and jambon mm. could be mm. the same. I mean, ham, jam. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's a proto-Indo-European route that connects both of these terms. Mm. So ham was originally just for describing the human leg and it was the part of the leg behind the knee mm. where I'm pointing now but then around the 17th century it started to be used for food for animals mm. legs but before that hock was the equivalent in any four-legged animal yeah so now we talk about ham hock mm. which is just leg leg mm. it's the it's same redundant. thing twice it is <laughs> but that happens quite a lot yeah, I suppose it it's trying to make it clearer what I read that pork and deer Mm. Both come from the German word for animal, which, sorry to the listeners that speak German, Tier, T-I-E-R, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that, which is interesting, though, because deer is Hirsch, again, sorry for the mm. pronunciation, H-I-R-S-C-H in German. So, okay. I think it's one of those situations where maybe that Tier... You know, the word for animal was just kind of given to any any animal that they ate at that point, any piece of meat or something like that. Well, this is uh, often the case, right? So the word hog from uh, Old English hogasta was a pig raised for meat, raised for slaughter. A castrated male pig about a year old, but it was also used for a horse, a small horse mm. around a year old, or a young sheep before the first shearing, mm. so before its first year. So it was probably a term for all livestock, hogasta becoming hog, and then gradually becoming more commonly used just for pigs. But those animals, you know, the castrated and whatever, the small mm. sheep, the young sheep, uh, those are really specific animals in specific situations. So yeah. if you're using, what did you say, hogaster? Yeah. Hogaster? Uh, how can they differentiate between a, a pig and a sheep then? If oh, so using the same they word. still had other words. So they had other specific words. So swin, which became swine, mm -hmm. uh, is from Old English. And uh, a young pig was a farrow. But then any animal of like a year or younger or around a year old might have been a hog. Okay. So it's a, an animal of a certain age rather than the kind of animal. Well, that makes it clear. Thanks for that. <laughs> We've got, yes, pork from French, from porcus. And in the same way that, uh, that beef comes from French and was used by the, the rich people who ate the meat, mm. pork was used 
for the meat and hog or swine was used for the animal. And then we've got young pig was a pharaoh. Me a pharaoh. Yes. And a female pig was <laughs> sugu or soga, which has become sow. Oh. Yeah. Oh, heavens to Pepsi. Then we've got the word boar, as in wild boar. Mm -hmm. So a boar was an uncastrated male pig. Wild or tame, it was a boar, and then um, it became associated with hunting, with wild boar, because it was quite an exciting thing to hunt. And wild pigs uh, became boars, and domesticated pigs were swine, or eventually pigs. Pigs can suffer from anorexia and mysophobia. What's mysophobia? The fear of mud. Really? Yes, I learned that today. That's, a, that's so weird. Isn't that crazy? I would have thought pigs would... Uh, <coughs> all to a to an individual yeah. love mud okay. my favorite type of uh, i don't know i could you categorize it as a hog i guess pig would pig swine swine yeah. my favorite animal in the swine category would be a, a warthog which justin my husband and i purposely mispronounce as warthog the warthog um and warthogs run with their tails erect like a flagpole that's brilliant. Yeah, straight Why up and down in do there. That? I don't know. It's cool, though. I Is like it. Is it intimidating to see? It could be. That's a good idea. I don't know. But I also found out that oxpecker birds, mm. oxpecker, um, they eat ticks and insects off of the warthog. You just thought it would be from, uh, from cattle, right? Yeah. From cows. Is there any other animals that we eat that have different uh, meat names? Mm, deer. Venison. Have you eaten mm. venison before? I have. Yeah, I went to a very expensive restaurant when I graduated my with my first degree mm -hmm. yeah so I graduated after a lot of hard work and a retake of some important exams uh, venison mm -hmm. <laughs> from the old French venison mm. um, and this was the meat of any large That's game right, right? you've got mm -hmm. the same okay um, from the root venari meaning hunt or pursue mm. and ven perhaps meant to desire mm. so ven and then you've got Venerable, meaning a desired mm. position. Venerate, to hold in a lofty position. Venerable disease, which you do not desire, though. Well, venereal is anything relating <laughs> to sex, right? And yes. so it is desire. Mm. And so it's the same root. But you're talking about ven, so Latin mm. vener, which means to hunt. Yeah. But that actually meant just in general any animal. Right, so it, it was represented uh, any animal. like hog could have been any number of like livestock yeah, animals. Yeah, that's right. It was any animal you might hunt. Mm -hmm. But then the main animal that was hunted was deer, mm. which was heart and not interesting. deer. So, um, heart? Heart, H-A-R-T. Heart, oh, heart. Oh, interesting. Heart. See, we, we have that pronunciation thing again. Heart? Yeah. You say heart. Ah, heart. We were talking about in our uh, Silent Letters episode. Yeah, so my mm -hmm. favorite football team is... Tottenham yes I'm a Tottenham fan yes I know and that the Spurs yeah the Spurs mm -hmm. the stadium is called White Hart Lane uh-huh Hart H-A-R-T okay often misspelled and mis, uh, misheard by people mm. yes H-E-A-R-T oh the team plays with Hart mm. no Hart H-A-R-T is a male red deer the female mm. is a hind the old English deor meant animal or beast it was just a general term for animals but particularly a wild animal and we know that Hart or Heriot was um, the red deer, mm -hmm. the most popular game that people hunted. Um, so when people hunted, they went to hunt deer, which was any wild animals, but generally they would go for these red deer, which became known as 
deer just because mm. that was the term applied to hunting these animals. And I think you and I talked about the fact that a lot of, we'll, we'll talk about this later, terms of venery, mm. which of course, V-E-N again. Yes. But um, when people were hunting, they had certain terms that they used for terms of venery, which we also know them as collective nouns. And um, they use these nouns to just describe in general, you know, a group of animals that they were hunting to let people know it was kind of secret code, you know. So mm. I think for that too, you know, they had these names that represented these animals in general and yeah that's, yeah because yeah, hunting was a big deal mm. among the uh, the elites he would go hunt deer mm. and then usually heart maybe sometimes boar or wolf so i wonder how that general term decided to turn into more individual terms like at what point because i don't know but it's kind of interesting um so why deer became then uh, a replacement for heart I have a theory about this, right? Now, I think because heart, H-A-R-T, sounds like heart, mm -hmm. H-E-A-R-T, it could be confused. Uh, mm. You know, unlikely, but it could happen. And if you've got this possible replacement word, dear, which would never be confused mm. with heart, uh, there's more reason for people to sometimes use dear instead mm. of heart to avoid confusion. That's a good idea. And so maybe it just uh, became popular because of that. But also, what about, I mean, if they're using this word deer or heart just to represent mm. all the animals, what I'm saying is at what point did they make that decision not to call any animal that they were hunting that and say, today we're going to hunt for boar mm. or tomorrow we'll hunt for pheasants rather than just lumping all of these animals under one umbrella term. Maybe um, hunting boar became less popular because boars became less common. Mm. And uh, so it was, hunting was only deer. And so it wasn't a decision that was made, it just was, uh, it happened because of the situation. There weren't any other animals to hunt. So hunting meant hunting deer, mm. hunting heart. Yeah. So a couple of things on deer. If you go to someone's house as a guest, mm -hmm. right? they would probably cook you a meal and a hot meal because they've invited you over. You're mm -hmm. a welcome guest in their home. Yes. If you're an unwelcome guest and you decide to stay for some food and your host doesn't oh. really want you there, they might not cook something for you. They might say, oh, I've got some leftovers in the fridge. Oh. They might give you cold food. And if it's cold meat, it might be a cold shoulder of mutton. They give you the ah. cold shoulder, right? Yeah, the unwelcome guest. We get the cold Ooh, shoulder. That's good. Um, and on a similar note, they might also give you a pie made from deer, but they don't use the choice cuts of deer because they don't really like you that much. So they make the pie out of the worst parts of the deer, which would be the, the hoofs and the face, oh, the eyeballs. Geez. Yeah, the things you wouldn't normally want to eat, the ears. Tabatsi. Yeah, all those unpleasant parts of the deer were called the umbles. They give you umble pie, which has been misheard as humble pie because it's the Which pie means that was something eaten. totally different from that whole thing too. Well, humble pie was the pie that was humble pie was the pie that was eaten by the, the poor or yeah the, the servants in the house. They would cook up the unpleasant parts of the deer for themselves, the humble pie, and then the rich people would eat the uh, the pleasant parts of the deer, the venison. Oh dear me. Yeah. <laughs> dear me. And so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so now we think of humble pie. I'll eat some humble pie yeah. to show that you've been taken down a peg or two. Ugh, but, but actually, geez, humble pie rather oh, than humble man. pie. 
Oh, that's unsavory. Isn't it? Oh. Isn't that awful? Well, since we're talking about awful. phrases... Oh, awful. Oh, <laughs> oh you're so oh, clever. Okay. Thank you. While we're talking about animal phrases, um, yeah. this is not about any big hunting animal, but busy as a bee. Busy as a bee? Yeah. Okay. You can give Chaucer credit for that. I can? Yes, you can. Next time I see him, I'll do that. <laughs> All right, please do. Um, it comes from the Canterbury Tales. Okay. And in the epilogue to the Merchant's Tale, he wrote, In woman bean, for I as busy as bees. Busy as bees. And he mm. just meant bees look busy, so yeah. I'm as busy as yeah. they seem and the to women be. women are, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, this is a really funny one. A bull in a china shop. Go on, then. If somebody is a bull in a china shop, what are they considered to be? Clumsy. Yes. In 1940, there was an American press agent named James Moran. Yes. And he did this pub publicity stunt where he led a bull through a Fifth Avenue China shop in New York City. Unfortunately, the bull did not break anything. But somebody backed into a table to avoid the bull and then damaged all the china. Oh, so it's bull in a china shop is after a real event. Oh, no. He was, he was trying to disprove that... Oh. That bulls are, you know, gentle in a china shop. And they and were. They were, yeah, but it was actually the human that broke all the china trying to avoid the bull. Like a bull in a china shop. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, not. Yes. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, you know, Chaucer can be credited to fish out of water, too. Really? Yeah. How? Um, again, in the Canterbury Tales, in the general prologue, he wrote, Knee that a monk, one he is reckless is likened to a fish that has water lease. Um, and Shakespeare used a variation of at a snail's pace. So, hang on, wait a minute. Okay, so, sorry, I got excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> fish out of water. Mm -hmm. So what does he mean? When a monk is careless, he is like a fish that is waterless, out of water. I don't know. When a monk is careless. So well, I suppose it's behavior. something, yeah. Monks are always Unsavory. careful. So a monk not being careful mm -hmm. is unusual, like a fish yeah. out of water. Mm -hmm. So maybe not uncomfortable, but just unusual. Yeah. Okay. Did I say uncomfortable? No. Oh. No, but I think a fish out of water is something uncomfortable rather than unusual. Mm. He's like a fish out of water would be, mm. like he's out of his element. He's a, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shakespeare? Yeah, Shakespeare at a snail's pace. Variations of the simile slow as a snail was used in many of his plays. Okay. And raining cats and dogs. This came from your country. In 17th and 18th century England, the rains would come down really heavily and create many rivers down the filthy streets. So along with all the garbage that was flowing down the streets would be the dead carcasses of cats and dogs. Shall we move on to another topic? <laughs> oh! What was that? Sheep. So sheep comes from the Old English sheep or scarepan. Um, and there is also the word ill, which Ooh. now is you. And in Old English, there was no um, separate plural word. Like mm. today, there's sheep for one and sheep for a, a flock. Yeah, <laughs> a flock of sheep. But in Old Northumbrian, so in just the Northumbrian area of, of, Eng of England, their dialect, they had sheep and sheeple for the huh. plural. So there, there was, in some areas, a, a plural for sheep. Yeah, that's weird, um, because sheep is definitely one of those words where it has the same singular and plural now. Uh, and then the meat, as we said before, from French, mm. mouton. Yeah. So the, the meat of a, a sheep that's a year, or, a year old or older is mutton, and meat from a young sheep is lamb. Lamb, of course, coming mm. from um, lambas. From, uh, in Germanic, 
lamb or lom mm. in old English. And the plural of lamb was lambru, but now it is lambs. Is it lambs? Yes, I have five lambs. Okay, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to check. Okay. I don't often use the word lambs. It's a really low frequency word for me. No, no, we don't usually have more than one. <laughs> yeah. I went to the shop and I bought... Well, that's what I'm lamb. saying. You'd buy three legs of lamb, so legs would be plural and the lamb wouldn't be. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking about that when I was doing this research. I was looking at all these plural animal terms. So, <clears throat> cod. I found that, you know, if you add, add an S, it's plural, but it can also be considered plural if you just use the word cod. Mm. But then I was thinking, well, so to backtrack, that's the same for shrimp and salmon. Yes. But I wouldn't say salmons or shrimps. I know that shrimps is a little bit more common, but I would say bag of shrimp, right? I would make mm. plural the container that it comes in or something. You'd usually right? have a weight of shrimp. Yeah. Right? So you wouldn't know Five grams of shrimp. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> buy them as individuals. <laughs> a I would, pound of usually. Shrimp. Yeah, so a pound of shrimp. So it's odd. Salmon, yes, you wouldn't pluralize salmon, salmons. Yeah. But I think this is to do with whether we see them as primarily animals that we eat or that we mm. uh, farm or mm. use for other purposes. I guess that's a good point. So, so for animals that you hunt, mm. deer is always singular. Rabbit, if you're hunting, mm -hmm. you hunt rabbits. Mm -hmm. But if they're pets, they're pet rabbits. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, on sheep, mm -hmm. uh, castrated male sheep is weather, which <coughs> is the root of bellwether, which was the male sheep that led the flock, castrated <laughs> male sheep that led the flock, and it had a bell around its neck. And now we use that to mean uh, like a leader. And in the Disney cartoon Zootopia, Don Bellwether. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. You can tell that we both have children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it all comes back to that. Brilliant. Well, that's really interesting. I like that. Yeah. That's okay. good. So I don't have a, a lot on sheep, but uh, I do have those things. I've got ram as a male sheep mm -hmm. in the uh, Old English ram. <laughs> um, Not too difficult. Uh, yeah, we had different words for male and female sheep. So we had o and uo and which we still have you, but we mm -hmm. don't keep the male one. We, yeah, we just talk about usually sheep and ewes. So that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for hanging out with us. And if you have any comments or questions, please email us at theelishfolk at gmail.com. Or you can even send us a message or post something on our Facebook page at The Owlish Folk. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Many thanks to Hassenpfeffer for the music, Mew Media for the artwork, and here's an enthusiastic high five to Jeff at Central Sound and Picture. <laughs> <laughs>